man. Don't it feel good to have someone that never leaves you nor forsakes you in the eye of your storm? I played this because so many people came this week. I myself, my family, my friends, everybody's going through a storm. But every time you're going through a storm, I heard some testimony right when they got into the vehicle tonight about how he provides. He's going to be there. But you got to hold on to him. Be there when your storm's raging. Don't y'all want to give up sometimes? I know you do. And I don't know. I might as well just talk to y'all somewhere. There. I don't know what's going on with the sounds of the night. Can y'all hear me out there? All right, then. That's all I'm trying to say. Huh? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, like I said earlier, it's going to take all of us to do this. People are trying to confine you to a space. And for so long, houses have been preaching to the mountaintops about, I understand how they want to pack their house. Do you want to pack their house? And how, come, how, how, how about we all get together, right? And we go pack that house. Because we're the church. I've seen some very disturbing things this week. So we're going to talk about something that's not so disturbing. All we want to do is I want you to pray for every leader in every church in this area. Because for so long, they've been doing things and they haven't still grasped the true vision of what we're supposed to be doing. Tonight, I'm going to talk to you about it. And I want you to receive it and I want you to go. And if you're in a place, I want you to understand, I read a story about Jonah today, about if you're in a place and God is tugging at you and telling you that you're in the wrong place, whether it's a relationship a friendship, in a house, wherever you're at. And he's telling you to go, you better go. Because if you don't go, it's going to get worse. So whatever you're dealing with that's troubling you and that you've been battling with, if it's causing you chaos, you get rid of it. You throw them out of your boat. You can't sit there and ride around with a bunch of people that's trying to take you down and trying to destroy you must separate and look we love them that doesn't mean that we walked away from them and we didn't care about them when we just jump and ship they have to find themselves hit rock bottom just like we and so many others had to so you have to reach up and grab hold of God's hand again and get pulled back to reality because if you don't you're going to get lost and it's going to get worse because you're going to say something it's going to be a tennis match I'm going to say something you're going to say something Go back and forth. How many years have y'all stayed in stuff like that? Back and forth. It's time to get that new vision. And it's only new that I say it. It's been here forever. But I say it's new because people have been going the wrong way about it. But let's get enough of what I'm talking about. Let's read what he's talking about. He says in his, in his vision, God says we all have different gifts in Romans 12. Each one of us. See, in ministry, like in any other field, check this out. We need to understand the individual process that comes with each person's gifting. Led by a common vision of God, he births leaders. A common vision of God, not a common vision of no man or no woman. This is a common vision of God. If anybody is leading you any other way and say that it is my way, 
It's the wrong way. There is a God. We follow him. What did that song say? What did that scripture say? He leads you. Not no man, not no woman. If he's not first, you got the wrong vision. Put on a new pair of glasses. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get deep tonight. I'm so glad y'all made it to the house tonight. It's been working on me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm bursting at the seams because I know what great things happen. It starts right here, and then it just blossoms, and it just keeps it burst right here. This is a new birth right here. Y'all ready to be birthed? Bloop. There y'all go. Here we here. I know I always got to throw something in there, don't I? Let's get back to this. Three individuals. Check it out. It's going to come three ways. There's three categories. One, the visionary. Two, people that are process-oriented. The third people are task-oriented. See, there's an emotional response with all this that goes with it. For each person in the area gifted, that is gifted, as it relates to the birth and success of the completion of the vision. See, you're going to need people to process it. See, I'm just sitting here. I may have got a vision from God. He told me, see, he gives me that vision. He says, son, I'm going to give you this, and I need you to take it to the people. Now what am I going to do? You think I can just walk around here and just do this by myself? I'm going to need people to believe in God's vision. And what, not, not my vision. That's where people get it messed up. I don't never, ever want you to start looking at me and be like this. I'm following Lloyd's vision. I want you to follow God's vision because what I'm doing here is I live for God. He's the one that gave me my salvation. He's the one that redeemed me. So everything that I do is for him. And that's what I want you to do. When you invest, just like I say, look, people put into a storehouse like you're putting in here. And I know money is a, is a, is a touchy subject for everybody. But if you believe in what ha is happening here at Truly Grace and what we're going to do, listen to this. You remember them old puppies on TV that everybody looks at so sad during the, all the holidays and everything, and they give a dollar to? Look at this. Do you know how many sad people are out here in the world that you could reach with your dollar? We're talking about a dollar. If everybody in this room right here gave a dollar to somebody that was going to go out there, do you know who you'd bless out there for a dollar? This ain't no thing about passing no buckets and all that stuff. I'm asking you if you believe in the vision of God. Not, not, this, ain't, this ain't no church house. You see, we're the church, so wherever we go, we're the church. So don't believe in all that stuff that they're talking about over there, and they're like this. Well, the destruction of a church is going to come like this because you didn't come and you didn't show. We are the church. Whether we show up there or whether we show up over there to any neighboring church or whatever like that, we show up at Walmart. Guess where we're at? And we're speaking his word. That's where we're having church. So if you go up to somebody and say, I want, that's why we're going around. You can't go beyond the walls. He told us in Mark to go and preach the good news to everybody, the world, not to just me and you. We got to go beyond these walls and do it. If you believe in that vision and God's vision, you understand it? God's vision, then help out. Don't y'all like coming in here, being part of a family, eating good, hugging, knowing that you're a part of something. Because somebody said like that in the vision, it was like this. Somebody told me, listen to what they said. This was crazy. The guy gives an idea the other day. And the other guy was just sitting there like this. He says, man, I, I'm, I'm trying to give these people over here. Like if I'm trying to give you, does everybody in here like to be identified as who you are? Don't you feel better? But if you're a family like this, like just say if your identity is truly grace or you're part of whatever family. 
if they give you an identity, you feel a part of something. This guy said, no, we're not going to give you a name. You just be you. And I don't, I don't understand that. We're part of something. We're God's children. We're identified as that. So be that. Okay? So you want to be a part of something? Then be part of something that's going to live for God's vision. That's the only reason I ask for somebody to reach out and invest into something that you believe in. Invest in the vision. Give your time if that's all you got. Give your service to this vision. Remember, there's a vision that's planted by God. Then he's going to need somebody to process it. Then we got these task-oriented people that are waiting. They're hungry. Who in here is waiting on, a, waiting on something? Because I hear it all the time. They write me all week. They're doing like this. Well, what can I do? Well, you can, uh, well I'll tell you what you, first you can do. Uh, you can go make me a hot dog. Just kidding. I'm going to eat later. But look here. This is what I'm trying to say. You see, if you're looking for something to do, you come learn Scripture. That's what you're here to do. You get in here in the family, and first you got to learn because you can't help the process if you don't know nothing about what's going on. you got to know about the vision before you can help me process the vision. So that's what it's all about. you got to learn, and you got to get in this book. You don't go up in there. Don't go into any more houses, any more church houses. Just sit there and wait on that man to tell you what to do. You're supposed to be doing it yourself. So when I come up here and I'm saying, hey, in Romans 12, this is what's read about the vision. And that we all got gifts. You got to find your gift. He gives them to you. Watch this. I'm going to read what he reads. From 12.6, Romans 12.6. He says, we have different gifts. According to the grace given us, if a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. He's given you all these gifts in all these ways. So you want to know what to do? Pick one of them. Read Romans. Pick what you feel ready to do. He's given you a whole bunch of options. You want to teach? Learn how to teach. You want to serve? Then just serve. That's what you can do. That's your task to help the process of the vision. We all get on the same page to do these things. It takes all of us, y'all. Look here. I'm just, I'm, I'm Lloyd. I'm just a man. I need help just like everybody else in this room. I need y'all. I'm nothing, nothing, nothing more than what he's given me. You okay? I can't say that I'm above because I'm doing God's work. I'm doing his vision. I want y'all to be the same way, have the same opportunity, the same chances. Don't, you can't wait on someone else to take you to this vision. You've got to go reach out and get your own vision. And then we're all going to promote it. I want to help you have your vision. Don't you have a vision? Don't you want to do something with your life? That's what this family is for. That's what we're here in the body of Christ is here to do, to promote your vision, not just one man's vision. It's to do God's vision. He wants you to be everything that you can possibly be. He wants you to fulfill your destiny. Don't you want to do something? I see everybody, they want to go to college. I want to do this. I want to do that. The only way you're going to get there is you grab hold of it. You have to learn. What are you, what are you good at? What can I do? It tells you right here. God has given you, just as each of us, earlier on in the scripture in 4 says, just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. It's not possible. We all think differently. We act differently. We want to do things differently. One person wants to be in the Marines. Another wants to be in the Navy. 
One wants to work at Walmart. Other one wants to go hop on a garbage truck. I, I don't know why they want to do that, but hey, you know what I'm saying? If that's what you want to do. Somebody told me earlier like this, said, I'm going to be a hopper. And I was like this, well, good, 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 good. You don't want to really do that. But if, hey, if it pays the bills, you got to do what you want to. And that's what I'm saying. Whatever, whatever task you got, don't, don't, don't think that your gift, whether big or small, is not needed for this kingdom. The vision can't be completed unless all the members are doing their part. So if everybody, you know, how can we move as a unit if the other person's not doing their part? I can't see and walk. See, I can't see everything. Can you see and hear everything that's going on around you? You're going to have to have someone else do this to help you get to where you're going. I want to get there. And I'm ready. We got to go beyond these walls and we got to reach some other people. Don't you know that how many people out there that are lost out there? And they'll never hear the word unless we go get them. We've got to go. We've got to go. It's time to start going. You know about it, man. You've been in there. You've been in with them broken people lately, haven't you? You see it. Aren't they on fire? They want it so bad and unless you bring it to them, they'll never know. So you, you, you want to do that? That's your task. Learn the word, then go take it out to the people, the broken people, and bring them into the house. Not just this one, everybody's house. They're going to find out where they're comfortable about and where they're at. That's why you go around and you visit everybody so they can find their place, so they can find where, they're, the way they fit in. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to might learn a little bit here at Truly Grace, but you might go to another house and be like this. This is where I'm comfortable at. And then you'll find somebody that can sharpen you. Because I'm not going to never say anything like, oh, I know it all, and you don't need to know it either. Because we're just scratching the surface here. We have no idea his understanding and his ways. But if we don't follow his vision, we'll never figure this out. We'll get misguided, we'll get lost, and we'll lose this. Everything will crumble unless all of us have the same vision. You see what I'm saying? And it has to be God's vision, not yours or not mine. And that's why we're here tonight to talk about. It's got to be his vision. Man, boy, this is, look here. Visions are going to come clear to you. I know it don't seem right now. Everybody sits there and they think they're like, they don't see the promise. They got family members that are going through some hardships in, in the hospitals. You got other people that lost their jobs. You got people looking for jobs. You get looking for their way in life. But the only way they can complete that is if we support them. They got to know they're not alone in this fight. So we got to get together, show your gift. The things that I read to you and stuff, read over them. Whatever you're gifted with, we have to support the vision. A visionary gets an emotional high, as you could tell. Okay, when, when he's sitting here going through this process and he's ready because he's hungry. I see another vision before the other one happens because I know what God can do through people if they just give them a chance. I know this is a serious message. I know that it's not as like what it was, but you have to dig deep in this. You have to start getting serious about it because I'll lose my way and you'll lose yours if you don't get serious about this. If your vision is all blurred and you're going wishy-washy and you're getting tossed back and forth, you'll never, ever reach the promise. I want y'all to have that emotional high every day when you're going through the eye of the storm. You know what I'm saying? You got to remain in control. You can't give up. No matter what you lose, what's happening in your life, you can't stop. you got to keep fighting for his vision. See, that's why we can go on to create and receive. All y'all do. You know, how, how, many, how many started a vision and ain't completed it yet? You see what I'm saying? I know it. 
That's right. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. Amen. 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 Man, we have to have love for one another, y'all. We got to have love enough for one another that we truly care about one another to help them complete that vision. Don't, don't just talk about how much you love me because, you know, I've heard about that and it hurts to my heart to hear somebody tell me how much they love me, but they won't invest five minutes of their time with me. How can you love somebody, but I can't sit with you and talk to you? How do you think that feels? If I told you how much I care about you and you come to me tonight and then I send you over there, did you come to talk to me or did you talk to somebody over there? Who did you want to talk to, me or that person over there? When somebody comes to you, you love them. You don't have no answer, we'll find the answers together as a family. Don't ever turn anybody away. If you love them, then stay with them because you'll blur their vision. Because this is somebody you trust and that you care about and that's invested in you and told them about it. You know how you felt when you was in. It's just like a, any relationship. Remember when you had that old boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever like that and you, you thought and they, they loved you so much, didn't they? They told you about that and then all of a sudden got let down, didn't you? Broke your little heart. Told you to go somewhere else, find something else to do. Now you're just out there all by yourself. Hurts, don't it? That's the same way that this happens if you don't love another person like that. Do you know how hard that, you know how much that hurts somebody? Can you imagine that? To be in this family right here, just, just stay in this house right here, and you come to one of us and we turn you away. Or we don't have time for you, your needs. Or then if you mess up, we say things like, oh, man, he did what? Or she did what? Well, I would say I was surprised, but look at their background. Yeah, there we go. huh? But that's the things that I hear from these others. I need you to never do that. Ain't about nobody's background, is it? What is your vision tonight? Help others? Is that what we're supposed to do? We're supposed to reach beyond these walls and give them vision? I want them to see clearly of what the vision is. And there's no division in the church house. That's why I love when we all get together and we do these things. Because we're battling together. There's a war out here. You see what he's talking about? When the war is raging, it's raging right now with everybody. We're fighting against the principalities of this world. Everybody's coming against us. They don't want to see nothing good happen out of God's vision. They want it to be destroyed because they want it to be their vision. And it's not their vision to have. So guess what? All I know is as long as you're serving God, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So you stand with one another on this vision. Love must be sincere, he says in 9. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer, and share with God's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Share it. Is it so bad to share it? Is it that hard? This week, ask yourself how much you shared with another person. 
Ask yourself. Do you spend more time sharing stories of whatever than you do with Christ? The vision has to become reality finally within you sooner or later. You know you're going through troubled times and you know people need you. And we sit here. It's time to take a stand. Are y'all, are y'all understanding how important it is to go beyond the walls and reach other people? You, you, you have to understand the importance of it here tonight. I walked, we walked in as a family into a house last weekend. Open arms. One of the most powerful feelings that I've ever had in my life because they all stood together with us. There was nothing divided. They welcomed us like we've been there and known them for our whole life. And that's what it's supposed to feel like. And I want all these places around here to feel the same thing. I want us to be able to go up to Magnolia Springs, up to Full Life, Center Point, wherever we go, and be able to pr pray with them, reach them, and love them just like we love one another. This, this, this has to start happening now. The vision is his, and he called us to do that. It, we can't do nothing if we're divided. You see what I'm saying? People's been doing that all this time. I'm not going over there to that church. I'm not going to this church because they got this, they, they, they talk like this and they do these things. They do, who cares what they're doing? We, we are y'all perfect? Y'all doing the right things? That's what I ask all of them. What are you doing so perfect that you're sitting there talking about them over there? The vision is God's. Man. To function successfully as a team for this kingdom and your gifts, listen, each person needs to be trained in understanding how it works. So if you need training and stuff, that's why you get into the book and you get surrounded by people that know the word. You got to learn the word. You know what I'm saying? It can't function if you don't know what to do. You're just walking around. You don't know your task because you have not a task. You haven't even given yourself anything. You haven't even given yourself knowledge to perform it if you had it. So that's what I'm saying. When we get together, that's what we're here to do. Help one another. Help them with their need. Because people are being spiritually misled, misguided, told that they're loved, but not truly loved, and left by their self to handle their tasks on their own. It's a, it drains me to continue to watch, to continue to deal with. But no more. Don't let it drain you, y'all. Because when the storm's raging, you know what I'm saying? He's right there. He's still holding on. Y'all hold on, too. I know things are rough. I promise you, I know it is. Things are going to come get you. You're going to have bad days, bad weeks, bad months, some of us. But we just got to keep on going. It's all, about, it's all about the vision. The only way we'll be able to communicate it's, it's, it's as if we start speaking the same language. Everybody start, you know, you, you notice that? You'll go around, you'll go over here, and you'll talk to some friends over here on this side of town. And then you go on the other side of town, they're talking some complete garbage. Your friends over here are talking about Jesus, and your friends over here are talking about the robbing, stealing, and going to do some dope. But you still sit there for a whole hour and listen about this vision of dope that they got. Why are you even sitting there? Why are you in a house just sitting there? Darkness, y'all already know, darkness and light don't go together. So you got to see the vision. The vision is to get to the light. Show everybody the light. Get out the darkness. 
Anybody in here you had a struggle this week? Hmm. Amen. Well, we're here. See, I want us to see what you know what I'm going to be for y'all now. I'm going to start being instead of y'all looking for. You see, that's what that's the difference is. A leader instead of me looking for you to do something. I want to be your cheerleader. I want to see you succeed. So whatever you're doing, you give your vision to me and other people that have been in this book, that have been studying, so that we can cheerlead you and get a rah, rah, rah and a herky and do whatever we got to do to get you to wherever you need to go. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I know, you know, we, we have to start doing that because, see, leaders start getting complacent, and they start just waiting on somebody to root for them and get them to go on. But as a leader, I want to root for you. I want to give back to you so that you can do it. That's our job. And then I want you to help me on my weekdays. I want you to help me get stronger so that I can get this vision where it needs to go. So that little dollar, your thoughts through the process, and you learning how to do your task is going to help this get to where it goes. So I can be a cheerleader. Think right now. Use that mind I told you about last week. Picture me in a little tutu. Okay, maybe not. Don't do that. <laughs> Boy, that dude crazy. Why y'all make me do such things? <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to remind me. Oh, boy. They're going to really want me to go up their house now. They're going to be like this. No, do not let that guy in. <laughs> oh, boy, I tell you what. Ooh, this is good stuff. See, through this time, I want to take the time out for a few minutes. And also, the ones that's been here this whole route with me through, the, through over a year now, I want to congratulate and I want to acknowledge the milestones that y'all have that y'all completed. I've seen people grow here together as a family. I've seen people stand beside through the storms like that we're talking about. I love each and every one of y'all. And I want to continue to stand and make it through this storm that we're going through now so that we can reach where we're going. I don't ever want to stop this. This is something that God places hands upon, and I promise you, he's going to provide every single way, every single day, no matter what. Because he's provided in every way for the ones that were lost and that's committed their life to this, to this ministry. They've accomplished everything they needed to accomplish because they're still here. They're still family, and we're still growing strong. And we're going to get bigger and stronger because it's God's vision, not ours. When we keep reaching out to them people, the more people are going to see that we really are not hypocrites, that we really do love God, and that we're going to ride him all the way, that we don't believe in ourselves, we believe in him. And that's the difference, because that's all they see, is they think we believe in us. So let me tell you one thing for one thing only. I want to say it on live TV and for the world to understand. Your dollar does not pay for my shoes, my car note, or nothing. It pays for the furtherment of the ministry. Every dollar goes in here to feed each and everybody that comes in this door and everything that we do in this house. 
I won't do like that. We don't get no paychecks. We do this because I don't guarantee you, Jesus, when he was walking through all them towns, he didn't have no bucket, and I guarantee he didn't have his hand out or a pocket. You know what I'm saying? He didn't wear jeans. So you talk about this. And I ain't seen nobody, when they was washing his feet, they didn't stuff dollars in his sandals. You know what I'm saying? They came and they gifted him. They gave him and helped him through the process. I want y'all to help me through my process. My vision. It's God's vision. Y'all's vision. We're all on the same team. It's our vision, y'all. If y'all believe in God, that's all I'm asking you to do is believe in the vision. And let's go out here and do what we got to do. Man, would that be crazy if all of us showed up at a church? I, I know squirrel number two had to give it to me, but I got to give it to y'all. And we all did this. Everybody in here had a tutu on and had a cheerleader outfit on. And he was wondering, what are you doing? We're going to root y'all on to the kingdom. You wouldn't do that with me, James? There you go. That's all I wanted to know. See if we had the same vision. That's all I want to know. Because you'd have said no, I'd have asked you to leave. Because <laughs> you ain't on the team. I want to acknowledge that that's what I'm talking about. That's what family does. It don't matter how foolish you look, how ridiculous it looks to everybody, you just keep doing it. Because everybody's different in here. And if somebody told their story, somebody would think it was foolish. Somebody would think you, you're, you're, you're nuts. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you're trying to do. But look, ain't it so great that everybody is different? And that we can come together and love one another for real? Do you feel comfortable in this house? Do you feel comfortable each and everybody in this room? That's how I want it built. So if it starts right now from this many, these two handfuls, and reaches whatever, but it won't go outside what the vision is. Because I, as a leader, won't accept that. So don't nobody get their feelings hurt if you bring somebody in here and they don't see things the way God sees it. You got to get them out the boat. You got to wait till they hit rock bottom and then reach up for him. You don't be scared to leave them just because they're your best friend, your mama, your daddy, whoever it is. You leave them until they figure it out for themselves because we can only lead them and plant seeds. He's got to do it until they fully surrender. They're not going to do it anyway because you can't grab somebody and force them to do anything. Somebody said something about they aggressive with it. Aggressive? We doing aggressive ministry now? Does anybody look in the dictionary what aggressive means? That's what somebody told me this week. They like this. We aggressive here. I was like this. Whoa. So what are you going to do? Choke me? Beat, beat me? Get me in the headlock and make me love Jesus? Give me a choice. Let me just make my own decision. Well, how about being humble? How about love on them? Let them love Jesus because they want to love Jesus. I ain't going to make it. I'm telling you right now, you don't have to do nothing. You don't have to invest in anything. That's on you. I ain't passing no buckets. I ain't doing nothing crazy like that. I'm asking you to give you to him. Your heart, whatever your heart tells you, you do that. If you believe in ministry, you believe in God most of all, then that's why you do things like this. You give your service, your heart. That's what he asked. You. Do you love him? He loves you. So stop with all that stuff. I couldn't believe when I hear the things that I hear. And I'm like this, you will get nowhere doing that. Everybody's just standing up like this. You will, you will. I remember when I will. Every time you get forced to do something, even as a child, what happened? When they told you, you better not sneak out that window and go see that boy. Shoot, every, boom, down the street, through the woods, gone. 
Run, I'm running away then. And that's where you need to stop. You got to quit running. Don't run away. You better stay with the Father. But I know we do. You see them now, they all working. If you just think to way back in the day, that's exactly what you did. You're right. You can't, you can't. That's why you hold on to them. Never give up on them. That's why you teach them this vision. That's why you love them and you bring them in here. I'm going to finish with a few scriptures because I need the people out there to understand these too. You go to them. You bless those in 14. You bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Okay? Just because they're against what you believe in, uh, they did something to you, you bless them anyway. It doesn't matter. You love them. You don't curse them because they do not know. It's in the scripture now. You just keep on going on. You have to do what you got to do. You don't get mad because all that does is stir you up. Now you're unfocused. You can't see the vision no more because you're worried about what somebody else thinks. It's not about what others think. It's about the vision. It goes on to say, Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. You see, them verses right there, they stand out to me because you go places and you know how you feel when you get in that house. You don't feel the same, do you? Because people pointing fingers, they're looking at you. They feel like you're beneath them. It's not the way it is. Scripture reads different. The vision of God is everybody is equal. And we're going to go out there and we're going to reach those people and show that we're not divided. We're all equal and we live for the same vision. Y'all ready for this? We are birthed today right here in this house. That's what we want to do. And everybody by everybody's, everybody in here, please say that you're ready for the vision. He wants you on his team. He loves you. And it's time to stop playing church and actually really be the church and provide people with the vision because they can't see if you're blinding them with foolishness. Are y'all ready? I know this is a serious message. Everybody's looking so serious tonight. I'm going to warm y'all up in a minute, man. Everybody's going to do that dance. We're going to do whatever it is, two-step. Don't you talk about the two-toot no more. Amen. <laughs> 17, 18 leaves you with this. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. The visionary has to live at peace. The process people. And even the people that don't even know what their task is. I just gave you a task tonight. Help the people process the visionary. The people that vision things. The visionary. He needs y'all. Because without him, he loses his focus and he starts talking. All this stuff that you're saying in here. He starts playing into the evil. When people go against him, he tries to go back and lash out. The fight's not against me and you, ladies and gentlemen. 
We got to fight off. We got way more problems than worried about some other person out there that's battling against that this dude's doing this and that dude's doing that. It doesn't matter. If we're living for Jesus, we ain't got nothing to worry about. Have the same vision. Be a family. That's my message tonight. I hope y'all received it. And please help me help you with this vision. Because once again, it's not a me thing. It's a we thing. Y'all got to say that with me. I want to hear everybody say it. It's not a me thing. It's a we thing. Well, look at that. I lay in the back like, I don't want to say it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, God loves you. I love you. And I hope y'all receive nothing. I'm ready for the birth of the new beginning here. Good night and God bless. say uh, ladies and ladies and gentlemen I'd like you to all come up to the front with me tonight I know everybody's like this these are altar calls these are, there's some broken people in here tonight um, Mr. Matt Harris brother I, I, I appreciate it if you'd come with me tonight come up front with me thank you come on come on Y'all brothers and sisters, I know it's, uh, there's just a, a handful of us in tonight. Come up here. Um, we have a brother here tonight, and I know there's a lot of people struggling. His father has been, um, is it okay for me to speak on that? Um, his father is, is going to hospice. He's been diagnosed terminally ill with liver cancer, correct, sir? And we all know that either way whatever happens he's going to need strength his family's going to need strength his father more than ever right now needs to fight this so ladies and gentlemen I want you to open up your hearts and start today to believe we all sit here with our own problems but understand there's some real stuff going on out within people and the only way we're going to change things is we believe in the power of Christ and believe in his promises his vision and his mercy so tonight we know that he's done things for us. Let our brother understand that he could do it for him and his family too. Because you know what you think about your father. So think about his tonight. Because his father is just like a father of ours. Because we're family. So everybody, just close your eyes and open your hearts tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, as we stand here before you, we call upon your mighty name to come down in this place into the hospital, into the doctors, into the medicine that they provide, into the hearts of these family members and let them understand either way it goes, it's your will, it's your plan. But give them strength, if it be your will, to give them time to come back and love his family a little bit longer. To love them long enough where his family can understand the process that you are providing 
Tonight, Father, we all stand together with strength as family members to believe in everything that you can and say and do to heal, to provide the strength, to provide an understanding to everyone in his family. Father, let them fight the good fight. We all know what it is to be like to lose something. But in this family, we believe that if we stand together, we'll never lose anything. So whether in spirit, Father, you take him into your hands. We're just going to prepare him for this process. Our task is to stand here as a family and love this man and his family through it. Father God, we pray with open hearts and open minds that you can provide every healing in this circle for the ones also on the outside that are still recovering. Father God, give them all the things that they need for their vision. Let them see. Let them not doubt. Let them not be lack of faith. Let them believe wholeheartedly that these things can be all done if they just truly believe in you. If they've been redeemed at this time, if they ever truly believed in you, let his heart stand strong tonight and believe that his father will be healed. If he does not, Father, you know that the process goes to us to give to him the strength and the understanding and the vision that it can be done. So let us stand here. Let somebody reach out to him. Let us go to the promise of the the house of the church, the house of the hospitals, beyond these walls, and reach everyone. And let them understand about how important it is of family to stand together for this vision to be successful. Brother Matt, as you see tonight, family loves. Family reaches out. Family stands together. We love you, brother. And we know that God will do his will. Just let him do whatever he needs to do, but do not question anything that he does. Father God, we ask tonight, as we stand here in unity, in full belief, please do your will with understanding. And we claim it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ for only things that you do. In mighty name of Jesus Christ, in the house said, amen. Amen.